of that meeting in terms of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's imparting and empowering Rupa Goswami with the um, everything necessary for him to um, disseminate the uh, explain, share really the very heart of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was about. Narutam has said uh, this about him. Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Jaina Bhutale Dadati in a way of a prayer hmm? that may that come in my heart hmm? that which came in Rupa Goswami's heart uh, uh, as to the significance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance hmm? what his heart is about. Later, this is actually a uh, chapter concerns the second meeting of Rupa Goswami and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There's a third meeting also, Jagannath Puri. Later in, in that meeting, um, and I should say during the maybe almost a year, maybe ten months that Rupa Goswami spent in Jagannath Puri, um, it was also revealed um, that he knew the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu danced in the Rathayatra and, and um, began singing a secular song from Kapi Prakash and Rupa Goswami translated it into his own verse and tacked that on the, on the uh, wall, outside wall of his hut and uh, the verse explained what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was thinking and feeling in the context of singing a secular song about romantic emotions. Hmm? Um, he revealed that as to say that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was deeply absorbed in the mood of, of Radha in separation from Krishna. And... Um, pining for his return, cystic upon his return to Vrindavan, which is so much of what the Rafiatra is uh, is about, as we know only from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Many ideas about what that Rafiatra must be and who Jagannath is, all kinds of people worship him. Hmm? But what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has drawn from him. And uh, what he experienced that has come to pass as as the uh, 
come to be accepted as, as the, uh, the deepest um, penetration into the significance of the so, at any rate, three meetings. Um, in my first um, discussion of, of this meeting and the first verse of this chapter, as I say, where um, um, Kabrash Goswami speaks about the empowerment of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he compares it to the empowerment of Brahma on the part of Krishna at the dawn of creation, both Vedic knowledge and um, this is the time when chapters like the Bhagavatam, the four essential verses of the Bhagavatam were spoken and so on and so forth. So here we have the continuing, ongoing life of the personality of Godhead who's the subject of the of the Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam, the Chaitanya Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Lila, uh, Krishna appearing again in his own lineage, if you will, and uh, and um, instead of Brahma, it's it's Shiva uh, who's been empowered. You can take the first verse of the Bhagavatam to be saying that when it speaks of the empowerment of the Adikavi, Adikavaye, Uyantiya, Sutene Brahmarda Adikavaye. Krishna spoke of it to the enlightened with spiritual knowledge, the heart of the original poet. It's taken to be Brahma, it's taken to be Vyas, and we interpret it in different ways. So we can also render it like this. From the Chaitanya perspective, fuse the heart of Rupa Goswami, the Kavi, original kind of poet of Chaitanya Vaishnavism, who put together a whole explanation of Bhakti Rasa in the context of uh, Indian uh, aesthetics, in drama, art, poetry, and so forth, all the rules of this and all the terms and so forth. He, in one sense, he used these to explain that, and in another sense, what he's explaining is, is the original rasa, uh, the bhakti rasa, and what Bharat Muni and others after him, who wrote on secular rasa, um, slightly misunderstood. Hmm. Um, and so, this is, of course, a Gaudiya perspective, that the, that the rasa theory it's not something that Rupa Goswami took from Bharat to use. It can be explained that way. Used to explain transcendence, but from transcendence the Bhakti Rasa was imported by Rupa Goswami. And um, the extent to which Bharat had misunderstood it, he, he, the, the, this is a different Bharat, not the Bharat of, of India's name, but, uh, the Nathya Shastra that he composed. Um, um, the extent to which he misunderstood Rasa is uh, pointed out by, by Rupa Goswami. One point in that regard, of course, is, is raised by Krishna Kaviraj Goswami in Chaitanya Charta when, when, when he says, Bhart Muni did not understand Rasa. He missed a very big point. Because he said the, the, the lover and the beloved hmm, they experience equally in in union, hmm? but he didn't understand anything about rasa. But we find it that Radha's experience is actually greater than Krishna's, and that is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about, of course. Hmm? 
trying to deal with that, and Krishna trying to deal with that, and catch up with her Rasaraj in, 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 in doubt as to his own position, and trying to catch up with uh, the flow of Rasa as it comes from the experience of Radha. So, uh, Rupa Goswami, anyway, an important person later in Puri, in the third meeting, also his, his poetry was um, showcased by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before the other poets, Ramananda and, uh, and um, um, Surup, Dhamra Surup, and, and a host of them. So many uh, literatures, uh, men of, uh, of uh, arts and uh, uh, subtle, sophisticated people um, were among uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates. So there's, as you know, a wealth of literature about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, about his theories, about what he's about, and so on and so forth. Uh, it's not the, 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 the testament in the form of some letters between some unlettered people, but uh, a very sophisticated, cultured group of people came to the conclusions that we hold dear hmm, as to uh, who Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. Literate, uh, educated, cultured, and spiritual, <coughs> very deep as their example shows. And amongst them, in many respects, Rupa Goswami is a leader. Well, he defers to um, Sanatana Goswami, his elder, hmm? in another way, of course, from the perspective of the Krishna Leela, he's, he's uh, uh, the leader, occupies a post, a position uh, of service to Radha and Krishna that um, is the highest ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Mm. And he himself was, as I'm saying, he's a very well-educated man, Vincenathana. Mm. Therefore, they had attained a very high position in the government. I told a story about their first meeting, well, in, 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 related to it, how they became the government um, cabinet members, if you will, the, the Hussein, Nawab Hussein Saab, that they, that, that they had become um, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu first met them. They said that Nawab had, was building a tomb for himself before he died. He had commissioned all types of artisans and so forth and workers, laborers to build a tomb, and he wanted to have the best tomb in all of India and all the world where his dead body would lie. <laughs> and uh, it really is a culture of worshipping dead things, material life. Um, there is definitely a worship that's involved um, and a preoccupation with that which doesn't live on itself, onto itself, the body, or the mind for that matter. But at any rate, he was engaging these poor fellows in this and then um, he made a statement that isn't I think this is the best this is this is the best work that you could possibly do and um, and the chief artisan said actually this is we could have done better <coughs> we could have done it better um, and so he immediately killed him because um he thought that if this guy 
does this and lives, we could do better for somebody else. And somebody else's tomb will be better than mine. So he killed him, cut off his head. And then he turned to his assistant and he said something to them. Like, what did he, he asked him some question, I forget what it was. Um, Yeah, go, go get it. Go get it. Go get it. it. Yeah. yeah. He just ran out. Bring it to me. Hmm? Yeah. So he didn't know what to think, but he just left the place because he didn't want to get his head cut off. And have asked, what do you mean? He didn't want to, you know, go that far. So he left and wandered and, and so forth. And it said that he came in touch with young, the young men, Rups and Atan. They saw him. They saw him in his troubled state and of empathy and compassion for him. They were so filled with themselves. They said, what's troubling you? And he told the story. And then he said, and the king asked me to bring it to me. And go get it, or something like that. And I don't know what he wants. I'm afraid to go back there. So then they, they asked, roots enough, they asked, what were the circumstances? What was the background? And then they could understand what the king wanted. And so... Um, they determined that he wanted the best artisan around now that the other one had been killed. <laughs> and so they suggested that and they found him and this fellow brought him back. Hmm. So the king was said, oh, you, you've come back and you've got what I, what I asked, what I wanted. And you didn't know. How did you find out? What, how did you figure out what I wanted? You're very astute. He said, oh, actually, I met these two young, young men and and they had the insight, by th just by thinking about it, to come up with what you wanted. So then he wanted those two young men, groups and them. ordered them for them to come. He brought, and then he made them his uh, cabinet members. And they held a very distinguished position. By the time Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Ram Kaili, which was the 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 the, um, the what would you call it the the, the, the center of the kingdom. Goda at the time headquarters King's headquarters so there of course they met the first time they had some correspondence with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu previous to that and he advised them to keep themselves kind of undercover he said stay in Iskon and don't tell anybody your affiliations and Time will come where you can think something like that, um, which is how I was advised when I first came in touch with Pujapatrida Marsh, but other devotees with the next communicated stay in and move within and have some influence gradually. Time will come. So they made their way. Um, uh, well, they, they, they got this kind of correspondence, and Mahaprabhu said, just like a parakia lover hmm, is very careful to do her duties for her household, for her husband, very nicely so he won't be suspicious. Hmm? So you conduct yourself this way so he will not be suspicious that your hearts are really with, with me. Hmm? And ultimately he came there and <coughs> Amar and Santosh were named group. Sanatan, the brother, Balava, was it? Named Anupam? Sri Balava. And the third brother. 
um, and um, and so on. It's a long history, but here we are to bring us up to date again. We're we're, we're exploring further the second meeting of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Rupa Goswami. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had gone uh, from Puri to 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 Navadweep and with a desire to go to Vrindavan. He uh, tried to go once, and the first time, Sanatana, there, that's when he met Rupa Sanatana. Sanatana told him, don't go with a big crowd. Hmm? That'll be a problem from a spiritual point of view and a material point of view. From a material point of view, you go with a big crowd following you, which is what's happening. People are following you everywhere. After his return to Namadvi, the hometown boy had taken sannyas and converted the whole um, uh, Jagannath Puri. So it's just a huge event for him to return. The description of that is very beautiful in Chaitanya Charitamrita. The extent to which people wanted his darshan, his company, and so forth. And so, with a big following like this, Sanatana advised him, don't go to Vrindavan like this. You'll stick out, and, and Muslims may may um, give you trouble. And secondly, you shouldn't go into Vrindavan with a big crowd. You're a devotee, and a mood of a devotee. So you go humbly into Vrindavan. Mahaprabhu took that advice. The Nawab had heard about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, asked the Goswamis about him and his advisor about him. And he had concluded, leave him alone. He's, he's very extraordinary. Without any force, without any power, without any killing, without raising a finger. Of course, he raised his arm <laughs> like this. Uh, in surrender. In surrender, in saranagati, and in prayam. Both. We take it as raising our hands in charanagati, but then the further extension, if that's in place, the, the brain can come. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing in, 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 as the, in the mood of Radha, who's, the, who's dancing is the teacher, the guru of Krishna. The dancing of Radha, Amishisha Guru Nata. Your dan- I'm, the, I'm the disciple, and your dancing is my teacher. And as you move, then I must go. Hmm. And Krishna speaks like this through the pen of Krishna. That's Kabiraj. Very beautiful. So the Nuwabi said, he's very extraordinary. I've got people underneath my me who, who will do what I say, and they do it out of fear and force. And uh, they know I could behead anybody for anything. <laughs> And so by, by force and politics and p- maneuvers and so forth, diplomacy, I have a kingdom, and that's how you get a kingdom. Hmm? And this person, he was a- he asked his he actually asked his assistant about him. Hmm? He, he, I think he knew his groups and often were influenced by him. Assistant said, oh, "Well, he's just some mendicant with a few followers, you know." But the, he himself, that assistant himself, was moved by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he didn't want to say too much because he thought the king would, you know, take notice of him. And, and the king said, a few followers, what are you talking about? He's got millions of followers. Mm-hmm. And he has not even done anything to get them, but being a humble sadhu, therefore I can understand. He was a king, he was intelligent. Therefore I can understand. He's divine. Mm-hmm. Some type of divine manifestation here on earth in my kingdom. <coughs> Hmm? 
without any force. This is the way of Chaitanya Mahasuddhism. With humility in front, surrender to Bhagwan, making as effort, as I say, to get grace. This is our effort. We get comfortable with it. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed the example. The king noted it. So anyway, that's the was something. Some points there about the first meeting of Rupa Sanatana with, with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and of course, um, Rupa Goswami then um, went to Vrindavan when he heard that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had gone. He was going to go to Puri, but Mahaprabhu came a second time and, and, and went. Anyway, so he was on his way to Vrindavan, ultimately, and got out of the government service, and he went with his brother Balaba. So nothing lagged behind a bit, and that's sort of the story. But um, Mahabharata was in Vrindavan, and he left Vrindavan and met Rupa Goswami, who was on his way there at Prayag. It's almost as if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not complete in Vrindavan without Rupa Goswami there, so he left to meet him. Hmm. Knew that he was on the way, couldn't wait. Met him at Prayag, empowered him, and so forth. And so, um, I didn't go through it, but I'd like to tonight. Um, the section that actually describes their meeting, as I say, the first verse speaks about the empowerment and so forth. The actual circumstances surrounding the meeting are beautiful and worth um, recalling in our meditation upon our Eastern Savior. Mm-hmm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had made acquaintance with a Brahmin from, from South India. And that Brahmin invited him for meals and took him to his house. Bipragrihyasi Prabhu Nipritya Vasila Sri Rup Bhalabadun Milila. There, under the auspices of the hosting of the uh, Brahman in his house, he had been given a, a private room. Staying in that private, solitary place, Sri Rup Balabodune Asiya Mila. Sri Rupa Goswami and Sri Balaba Anupam arrived there to meet him. Dui Guchatrena Dunhe Darshane Doria Prabhadeki Dure Pade. Here it said that they took Dwiguchatrain. They took two bunches of grass and Dashanate uh, Doria. They put the grass in their teeth. Prabhudeki. Mahaprabhu seeing that Dure Pade Dandabatana. 
excuse me, seeing, seeing Mahaprabhu, and this at a distance, with the grass in their teeth, they pay their dandavat pranams to him. This is, of course, a Hindu custom. I've never been able to trace out exactly the, uh, the significance of it, although there are some thoughts that have come to my mind at times. Um, in, in one sense, the grass in India is thought to represent the world. Hmm? And, um, and and this, of course, is so to take the grass between the teeth is, is a, um, some sign of humility, they say in English, that, um, Cutting, there's a saying. What's that saying? Cut one, cut one down. Cutting down. Uh, there's some saying like this: He should come off his high horse and mm-hmm. cut get, down his pride. Yeah, that's the implication of it. I forget, forget the saying. So uh, it's it's something like this: that you, you, the, the grass, you take the grass. It's the the ground, and you take that, and, and uh, you know, they say, eat humble, eat a pie made out of humility, something like that, you have to eat, so you have to eat the grass, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's, who knows, in remembrance of the cows that eat grass between their teeth, and they humbly go on, <laughs> um, and, uh, uh do the bidding of those who provide such. Anyway, it's, it's also, the durva grass is very, um, they said no Brahmin can live without it in India, and it's involved in all types of rituals and so forth, and it's sacred. So It's a common grass. It's uh, In this uh, western hemisphere, it's called Bermuda grass. You might have heard of it. So it's sacred grass. And it's second only to Tulsi in in Vedic rituals and so forth, with, as far as plants go, of importance, I've been told. So maybe it was durva grass or something like this. But anyway, a sign of their um, humility, subordination, that they were uh, holding the grass in their teeth and from a distance approaching um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and paying obeisances. It reminds me of the story of Bhakti Vinod, and he was meeting with a big Sahajiya, and his son Bhakti Siddhanta came, and from a distance, seeing the two of them, he paid obeisances to Bhakti Vinod. And the Sahajiya said to Bhakti Vinod, Oh, very nice boy. From a distance, he's paying obeisances. That he has such regard that he sees you even from a distance and pays his pranam. Bhakti no chuckle and said, He's a good boy, but he's he's keeping the distance because here's a hajya. And he's taken a vow not to come within so many feet of such um, persons. <laughs> so, anyway, at a distance they paid their pranam. Nam shloka padi utte padi bar bar. So the brothers 
open, uh, they uh, they were getting up and down, paying obeisances, and getting up and going down again, up and down like this. So it's not anything formal. Oh, there's the Maharaj. I should pay my respects. Or should I? I already did it once, or you know, or something. Like that. There's no such calculation like this. They were so inspired and uh, uh, just. Um, awed, if you will, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before them, that as a sannyasi, that they were uh, falling down, paying obeisances, and getting up again. Hmm? And they were reciting various Sanskrit verses and praise of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, just like flowed from their mouth, like the Ganges flows into the Bay of, of Bengal. Sri Rupa Deki Aprabhu Prasanna Hoilaman. Uttu Uttu Rupa Aise, Aise, Bolila Vacham. Mahabhu is very, um, seeing them, Prasanna Hoilaman, he was very pleased, his mind was very happy to see the two of them. Uttu Uttu Rupa Aise, Bolila Vacham. Mahabhu said, Rup, get up, come here, come close to me. Hmm? Don't stay at a distance. Krishna Karuna Kichu, Najai Barnami. He said, Krishna Karuna Kichu Nachai Barnani. It's impossible to describe Barnani how merciful Krishna has been to you. Hmm? He says, Vishai Kup. Because he has delivered you from the well and deep, dark well of material enjoyment. You have to understand that they were very comfortable. It's said that when Rupa Goswami left the administration, that he had 10,000 coins, gold coins. That's a lot of coins, 10,000 coins, and gold coins. So, um, they were living very, very comfortable. And they were living as aides, cabinet members of the king. So, I mean, basically, uh, even when the king went out on journeys and whatnot, uh, Sanatana was, was in charge of the whole government. So, he, they were, king, you know, that later Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when, he, when it's described in, in, later in the book, um, Chaitanya Charitamrita, his life, his lila in Puri, and uh, uh, his um, the desire of the king, Raj Pratipurja, to meet with him, and Mahaprabhu was avoiding that because the, the word king in his mind just personified worldliness, was the antithesis, the antithesis of a sadhu's life. King might have many wives, a harem, and you know, anything he wanted. Hmm? Well, just surrounded by material opulence. There, there's a number of stories of kings in the Bhagavatam, and they're meant to be read for the purpose of understanding how Bharat, for example, emperor of India, gave it up hmm? all to become a follower of Krishna. Hmm? What was the, the wealth and position of the Pandavas, but hmm, how it meant little to them in comparison to their 
relationship with Krishna and so on and so forth. So Mahaprabhu was thinking, this is like a, this is impossible that someone could be so materially comfortable. Hmm? Many people pursue spiritual life because they couldn't get material comforts. Hmm? But once you get plugged into that and uh, and have all facility, then that much more difficult to to disconnect in many many ways. Hmm? Associations, the social life, connections, obligations, it's, it's money, very, very entangling. Hmm? So he thought it was miraculous that they, and there they were, um, just simply um, paying their dandavats, putting a straw in their, in their teeth, falling down like this. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a huge contrast. Hmm? And so Chaitanya Dev, appropriately, he could understand that, that Krishna has been extremely merciful to you. Hmm? It is said, of course, in the Bhagavatam, and Prabhupada liked to quote it, that if Krishna really loves somebody, then he takes away all of their material opulence. Chaitanya Dev may have been thinking of this verse, verse Prabhupada referred to it in relation to himself. The question arises there in the Bhagavatam as to why the followers of Vishnu are often very poor, hmm? and the follow- and, and Vishnu is very opulent. Hmm? Sadaishvarya, he has all opulence, and by contrast, Shiva lives very poorly, dressed only in ashes. But his followers often had much wealth. Indeed, Kuvair, the treasure, is the treasure of the demigods, and his deity is Shiva. Hmm? He's a wealthy man. And the story is told. I think it must be Nard, maybe speaking to Yudhisthira. Hmm? That the, what is that verse? He says, Yasyaham Managrinami. So, if Krishna really likes someone, then he takes away their material facilities. So they have to depend on him. They have no alternative. Hmm? Prabhupada used to like to think of himself in this regard. Not that he had so much, but what he did have, hmm? worldly life and his attempt to make his business work and and uh, pursue the family life and so forth, Krishna didn't allow it to happen. And, of course, he got many, many, many children, hmm? all very obedient during this time <laughs> as well. So... Um, Yes, there's there's a real world on the other side, is the point. Hmm. The world of material acquisition and so forth is false. It will be taken anyway. So a wise person, like the Goswamis, they disentangle themselves. But they must, Mahaprabhu said, have had Krishna's kripa. Hmm. Yeah. Krishna, Krishna karuna. Hmm. Kichu. How, how can... It's impossible, he said. It's not possible to describe how merciful is Krishna. He's taking you out of the well of material existence like this. Hmm? From a kingly life to being a beggar. Hmm? And this is the real the real wealth. To understand this. Hmm? The, the, the see, to have the vision to see that through things and the life really significantly proceeds in the opposite way in which it appears to proceed towards 
success by, that is, acquisition is the appearance, that by getting, by conquering, by gathering, by, by acquiring, and so forth, our lives would be enhanced. And it's, it's just the opposite. And it doesn't show up. That's how much of a secret it is. It doesn't show up on the outside. It shows up on the inside, for those, only for those who do it. It shows up a little bit to others who are associated with them and maybe compelled by their example. Hmm? But even they have to have some eyes uh, to see, isn't it? Hmm? The invisible, some, some, some faith hmm? and on the basis of that, to throw themselves and to cast themselves to the invisible, the subjective, invisible world, hmm? which, as we say, is the real and substantial world. It makes this world of matter go round. But this is underlying, an underlying secret. So to see this, one is blessed. To get this vision, that's what Mahaprabhu was saying. To have that calling, you have to pinch yourself and think, this is really happening to me. Others will not see. Then he quotes a verse, Mahaprabhu, in glorification, really, of the position that these two have um, arrived at being being devotees of Krishna. Anyway, he said, Krishna's been, who can estimate the mercy of Krishna, how kind he is, what he's done hmm? to you, hmm? to take you from that position to this one. Hmm? And what is the position of devotion? He says, Na me bhaktas chaturvedi. Madhakta svapachapriya. Someone may be a Chaturvedi. He may know the four Vedas, this kind of Brahman who can speak the four Vedas by heart. Hmm? But if he's Name hmm, Bhaktas, if he's not my devotee, or a devotee, if Krishna speaking this verse, the Mahaprabhu citing, Krishna says, Someone may know the four Vedas by heart hmm? and follow them. But if he's not my devotee, hmm? his position is 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 nothing. And by contrast, mad bhakta svapachapriya. That person who knows the four Vedas is not as dear to me. Hmm? He's not dear to me at all if he's not a bhakta. But one who is uh, a an eater of carnivores. A car- eater of carnivorous creatures. Hmm? This is mostly we don't eat carnivorous creatures. I mean, we don't eat any of them <laughs> <laughs> amongst the meat eaters. That's uh, they have some ads now. You know, they have this. I saw on the back of the bus like hmm, some ad. It makes this impact. I forget the wording and the graphic, but it's like you, know, you kill other animals, but you don't. You wouldn't eat your dog or something like that. Or I saw a video and a guy was selling hot dogs, and people were coming in to pick them up to get them, to buy them, and so you give them the hot dog, and you say these are really good. These are special, and you're gonna love this. And you give them, and they start eating. And say, well, those are good. What's the difference? He said, "It's a um, um, that one is a boxer. This one is a Labrador. 
hmm, over here. And people <coughs> would spit it out. And so, what? Is this dog meat? You know, they were like this. They were, and this was, he was making a point, of course. You know, so the poster or the billboard was something along those lines. Too. Recently, I heard that Sarah Palin, who was a famous political uh, kind of person, <laughs> said that if God didn't want to, people to eat animals, why did he make them out of meat? <laughs> so, there's a kind of madness that uh, the world is um, absorbed in. This is an example of it. It's going to come up here in the following verses, but uh, uh, anyway, there's a, there was a class of people in India that were, would eat carnivorous animals, and that was um, thought to be very kind of low class and compared to a Chaturvedi Brahmin. But if the person coming from that background is my devotee and he's dear to me, it doesn't matter what his background is, it doesn't matter what he knows or doesn't know, if he loves me, then he's dear to me. Tasma deyam deyam tatograyam sacha pujo yata hiham. So, even though a person is very is is a chaturvedi, if he's not except he's not my devotee, hmm? I have no interest in him. A person born in a family of dog eaters is very dear to me. If he's a, if he's a devotee, if he, such a person has no motive, the verse says, to enjoy fruitive activities, hmm? for gain or karma, hmm? that person he says. From that background, if he's my devotee, he should be given respect by everyone. Mm. Such people, he says, such devotees are as worshipable as I am. So this is Krishna. Mm. This is how he he thinks. This is um, this basic love psychology. Of course, it's a wise love that we're talking about to love Krishna. But there's no material prerequisite, no material qualification. This, this has no. Uh, currency mm, for attracting Krishna. There's nothing mm, insignificant, meaningless. Mm. But love for him, mm, and it's simple, easy to do. Mm, the way it's carried out, to hear, to chant, they're very easy to do. Mm. As we were saying the other morning, Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam Yame Bhakti Prayatiti Tadaham Bhakti Paritamashnami Paritatman Fruit, flower, water, leaf. The item is insignificant. Devotion, if it's offered, I'll accept it. Everybody has to have some water to live. Offer me water then. Make offerings to me. This is a sign of love. And I will accept it. So. He's ruled by this. He's this is what the, the driving force hmm? in the life of the absolute that is bhakti. But as I would say, what, what makes Brahman move? What makes the the all knowing unknowing? What makes the all what would be the other word? Omniscient, omnipresent makes the omnipresent who by reason. So if it's say can't move, makes him not only move but dance. Makes the all knowing, the omniscient, unknowing. Hmm? This is the power 
good bhakti. Hmm? So, he conquers Krishna a little bit to attract his attention. And however much material qualities, paraphernalia, acquisition, whatever, it has no, no purchasing power. Then come, Eshlok Padi Dunghare, Koilalingan Kripate Dunghar Mathai Dorila Charan. So after reciting this verse, Mahaprabhu embraced the two brothers. And out of his mercy, he placed his feet on their heads. Prabhu Kripo Pana Dunghe Dui Hatta Judi, Dinahanas Tutte Kore Binai Achari. After receiving the Lord's mercy, the two brothers, they folded their hands in great humility and offered the following prayers to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They said, Namo Mahabhadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaura Trishay Namaha Now this is a famous verse, um, but the reason it's famous uh, is amongst us is because Prabhupada made it famous. <laughs> I don't know where it was written by Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Um, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami is citing it here as a verse that they said. Of course, he wasn't there, but he's, he's either paraphrasing it, writing about it, or you could say perceiving it in his meditative mind and so forth but um, but it must be Rupa Goswami's verse I, I don't it escapes me where he's written this verse I don't remember ever seeing it in any of his his, his books hmm? so uh, but it's famous and it's famous amongst us because Prabhupada made it famous he gave us the students this verse in the beginning you chant this verse offer food to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu offer praise like this so you see how, what kind of lead he's following here. Hmm? You humbly take this verse, simple verse, you offer it like this, say it three times, he told us, and you know, wave the incense. <laughs> Krishna will accept it. Hmm? Something like that. So he's taken a verse from Rupa Goswami. And... It's a very beautiful verse. It um, it's a verse that everyone, every devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu should chant every day. It says, "Namo Mahabharanaya." He describes the the guna, the qualities. It's a beautiful verse for meditating on the qualities, on the the form, the qualities, the um, the name, I should say, the form, the qualities, and the lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This kind of meditation, Jiva Goswami has explained, is progressive. First, we'll learn to meditate on the name. Meditation means the mind doesn't go somewhere else, so it's absorbed there. And having been absorbed there, in the name, hmm? with no other thought, and for some time, hmm? then it's possible to draw out hmm? what's in the name. 
you know, they say, what's in a name? And so you know, many things are in a name. If you have a person's name, then you can find them, you can catch them, you can get them, you can trace them out. Hmm? Um, did you get his name? They say, so what's in a name so much? And in the name of, 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 of uh, Krishna, his form is there. It is said that if someone offends the form, still the name comes to him. Brahma Haridas is a good example. He offended the form of Krishna in Krishna Lila by stealing his calves or trying to and, and friends. And he appeared in Gaur Lila Haridas Thakur. The names that came with him. Hmm? So, Jiva Goswami's um, explanation is you become proficient in Nam Smarnam. Hmm? And as you do this, then all that's in the name starts to unfold. And first comes the Rupa, and that form. Hmm? If you offended the form, the name will still come. If you chant the name without offense, the form will come again. Because the Nam and the, and the Namni, the name and the name are the same. Hmm? But in the name, be more generous. It's like we. Do you know um, President Obama? Oh, yeah. Sure. Because we hear his name, we know him. We never met him. We don't really know him at all. You know, we know of him. We, we, in a sense, we know him because we've heard his name and and some things about him. It's just the name is the first thing you hear about him. And so he makes him acquaintances practical, even in the material sense. So the name of Krishna, very generous, extends himself. And he's non-different than the named, but more generous than the named. The form that is being named, the form that corresponds with the sound. The sound, his sound is more generous than, than himself, and he's the most most generous already. So very, very, very kind, very, very merciful is the name. And when we become absorbed in the name and make no offense to the name, then all, as I say, what's inside will be unpacked. So the form of Krishna, or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the, the qualities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Leelas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Leelas means also his, his associates through which he performs those Leelas. Therefore, sometimes we say Nam, Rupa, Guna, Parikar, Leela. Parikar means the associates. And it's implied in the word Leela, but to emphasize it sometimes, we, we, we state it openly. Hmm? know Krishna means to know him in relation to his associates. And the names, of course, that are about him in his love relationship with his devotees, these are the primary names, filled with Shakti, as Mahaprabhu said. So, here is a very nice verse, because while this progression is there, as I'm explaining, um, through the teachings of Jiva Goswami and Bhakti Sandarbha, everything, not everything at once, it is said that the name is has a special position. Yes, the, the qualities of Krishna are non-different from Krishna, his form is non-different from him, his leader is non-different from him. 
Well, it's not said that the Leela is, while non-different from him, more generous than him, or the form, hmm? indeed, or the qualities. Indeed, it's said different from the form, and the implication is qualities and Leelas. Hmm? The name is also, while one within, like they are, different from him in the way of, of its... Uh, his, uh, his generosity. So, while there's a progression and so forth, here's a nice verse that describes, in one verse, it's a it's a meditation on all four of these. Hmm? Hmm? On the form, name, the form, the qualities, and lila. So, it's a very complete uh, verse uh, describing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Of course, many things could be said about his qualities and form, but in the seed form here, it's given. Hmm? So if you could unpack, which we should, when we chant these verses, commit it to memory, we think of the words, we look up each word and find out you know, all the different meanings for that and, and so forth, and then when we walk from here to the cow shed, we think, oh, Mahabodhana, you can't even get through the past, the first for two words. Mahabodhana, it means very magnanimous. And Varanyaya, not Varanyaya only, but Mahabodhanyaya. Oh, but there are many people that are merciful. Why is he the Mahabodhanyaya? And, uh, and so then we, 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 Rupa Goswami doesn't say, but he gives us the opportunity. Hmm? He does say, in, in, in a sense, but he says that in the context of explaining his leader. But Mahabharanaya, he is the most magnanimous. Hmm? His, then we think, his Leela is called Audarya. Leela. It is just as Madhurja, as sweet as Krishna Leela. And there's something added to it because here, Krishna Leela, the sweetness of it and the secret of it is being distributed widely everywhere. This is very noteworthy. The highest thing means what? It's highest secret. You you not you don't give that to anybody and everybody. He's giving it to anybody and everybody. If you put these two things together, the highest thing and the least qualified, most unqualified persons, this combination is arguably uh, what um, equals the full face of magnanimity. Hmm? We find this in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We, we say this, Namo Mahabharanaya. I offer, I give, offer myself unto he who is, has this quality of, of uh, generosity. Hmm? Now this sounds like a description of the, the general idea of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that he is the Yuga Avatar and distributing widely and so forth. But properly understood, we see it also speaks really um, as Mahabodhanaya, hmm? not only of his distribution, but of what it is that he's distributing that makes him unique from any other Yuga avatar or any other avatar. Hmm? And um, 
And so, what is that? Of course, as I say, the secrets of, of Vrindavan, the, the highest, most closed secrets of the inner life of Krishna, and giving that to anybody and everybody. This is mind-boggling. Rupa Goswami is realizing that this is what's happening here. I'm a participant in this, and this is what's happening. Hmm? Uh, this is his quality, Mahabhavanaya. There can be nobody more magnanimous. It, it's referring to, it's 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 implied in the verse that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is 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 divine, hmm? and amongst divinities, forms of divinity, he's saying there is no one more magnanimous. There's no other avatar. Prabodhanan hmm? Saraswati says, who cares that Varaha? lifted the world, the earth. And this avatar did this, and this avatar did that. Since the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm, all these appearances of other avatars and all of the wonderful things that they did combined hmm, are very insignificant in comparison to the contribution of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? I mean, these are real knowers of what... You couldn't get a person who knows more of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give than Rupa Goswami. He came to give what Rupa Goswami is, personified. As a handmaiden of Radha to the world, all the secrets of that. This is to be privy to the innermost secrets of Radha and Krishna's um, romantic life. It doesn't get any more esoteric internal, any deeper penetration into transcendence has not been spoken about, hmm? not been written about, it's not appeared in the world. Hmm? He knows this, he, he's involved in this, he's the leader in that. Hmm? So, his power, the point is here, in his words, that's why these verses should be recited. We can make up prayers and devotees ask me how to pray and so forth, and I've told at different times, but one of the things I say is repeat the prayers these are of, of great devotees. So Prabhupada gave us this prayer of Rupa Goswami. See the power in this. Hmm? This is Rupa Goswami's statement. So you, 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 he's saying, not just anybody saying, Mahabharanaya. Hmm? Hmm? The implication is amongst all avatars, as I said, I'm quoting Prabhupada and but Rupa Goswami is saying the same thing. There's no comparison. Hmm? Namo Mahabhadanaya, Krishna Brahma Pradayate. Hmm? This is, of course, then his Leela. It's not in order, name, form. You could translate it like that, but um, but I'm just going through it as it comes in the verse. Qualities and Leela. Krishna Brahma Pradayate. Hmm? So he he's the most magnanimous avatar, hmm? or he's actually avatari appearance of divinity. Hmm? No one, no avatar can give Krishna Prem. He's giving it, like water. No, 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 no avatar has Krishna Prem to give. Hmm? Um, this is why it's implied in the verse, or said in the verse, that, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna. Hmm? He's Krishna. Hmm? Krishna is surrounded by Prima Madhurya. I've given the example before. 
no other avatars are. No other avatar is going to think, what is it like to be Radha? You know, this is like just not in their on their radar at all. So very insightful. Krishna Prem Pradayate. He's giving Krishna Prem. Only Krishna can give Krishna Prem. Amongst Vishnu Tattva. Only Krishna can give Krishna Prem. So he's Krishna. His quality is, and, and that he's giving out this Prem. He's Mahabharanaya. This is his quality. His Leela, Krishna Prem Pradayate. This is his play. He's distributing this. In this world, in the, he's come, he said, to take the Yuga Dharma, which is Namsan Kirtan, and weave it together in a garland hmm, with praying. Weave together the Yuga Dharma, Nam Kirtan, with praying, and garland the world with that. Hmm? This is what he does. Krishna Prema Padayat. This is his Leela. This is his Guna, this is his Leela. Namo Mahabharanaya Krishna Prema Padayate. Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya. Hmm? So here comes his name, right? He is Krishna. And his name is Krishna Chaitanya. Hmm? He's Krishna, but he's named in this appearance as Krishna Chaitanya, which means Krishna consciousness. Hmm? Chaitanya means consciousness. So he's Krishna, but he's absorbed in the consciousness of Krishna. Krishna Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gauda Namne so his name Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne his name is he's Krishna his name is Krishna Chaitanya of course his sannyas name how he's meeting him right here in the sannyas Leela Gauda Trise and and his form so we got his qualities his Leela is his guna, his lila, his his nam, and last the rup. What to say? He's Krishna. His his name is Krishna Chaitanya, and his form is golden in color. Goda to say, obeisance to him. Hmm? His he's imbued. It means with, of course, the halo, the the complexion, the humor, the, the hue. And the humor, the hue—I mean, I mean, uh, the mood and the and the complexion of of Radha. He's basically saying, "Here is Krishna. He's Krishna Chaitanya. He's Krishna in the form of Radha." Hmm? And I said before, if you look at Krishna very carefully, closely, you'll see someone standing next to him. He's not alone. Hmm? Look more closely, that you become one. Hmm? From Krishna to Radha Krishna. Radha and Krishna. You look very closely, you find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there. So see what a, how powerful <coughs> this verse is and coming from such an important person. So there's power in this recitation to commit such verses to memory. Go over them as you walk from here to from here to there and you have to be active with the mind. Hmm? Thoughts will come hmm? right? on their own. But, uh, these, this, this is a, this is different. These thoughts coming from these are Rupa Goswami's thoughts. You bring them into our mind by divine intervention. We come in touch with that. So this is how to do so. Very nice verse, and it's famous. 
should be. It was an important verse Prabhupada picked out and how what the power of that is. Hmm? And some will say, well, that's technically not how you make the offering. You have to do it like this and that and so forth. And, and that's true and those things can be learned and so forth. But Prabhupada was kind of like giving a shorthand and want to get everybody engaged and and, and so on and so forth and see that what kind of verse he chose to glorify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and teach all of his students and have them chanting at least three times a day each one of them hmm? then he cites Vakraft Krishna Kaviraj Krishna's coverage another verse Yogyanamatam Bhuvanam Dayadu Ulakkayanapiyakarod Pramatam Supremasam Patsudayaputeham Krishna Chaitanya So he says here, he's continuing with the idea of Dhyadva, that is very merciful. He says, Yogyana Matam Bhuvanam. The whole world, Bhuvanam, the whole world is filled with ignorance, madness. Agyana Matam, maddened by, by ignorance. Prabhupada in his translation says that he, he, there's ignorance of karma, there's ignorance of yoga, and ignorance of jnana. Karma is ordinary life, um, material acquisition, and the other two are quasi-transcendental uh, paths that don't have efficacy without the influence of bhakti. And all these are kind of a the world is taken by all these things. Hmm? The people of the world. And he calls it a kind of, Rupa Goswami is calling it a kind of madness. Hmm? And by contrast, he says, Ulaghayan api akarod pramatam suprema sampat sudaya. But you are subord- subordinating all that ignorance, crushing it. Subduing it, and in that, in the context of making the whole world mad in another way, what suprema sampatsudaya with the nectar of your own prem, the nectar of prem of prem bhakti. You're doing away with one kind of madness with another kind of madness. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mamum Prapatye. So I offer my respects, I surrender to you, he says. Tobe Mahaprabhu Tangre Mikote Vasila Sanatane Vartokohok Tanghare Puchila. After this, Mahaprabhu sat down by them and he asked them. Sanatanaya Bhartakoha. Do you have any news about Sanatana? Rup Kohin Tengho Bande Hoi Rajkare. Tumi Jadi Udhar Tobe Hoi De Udhare. Rup smiled, or actually Rup replied, he said, Sanatana has been arrested by the government and uh, of the Hussein Sa and if you will kindly save him. He can be liberated from that entanglement. Prabhu Kohe. Sanatana Hamache Mocham. Achirat Ama Saha Huibe Milan. Mahaprabhu said, 
Sanatana has already been released from his confinement, and very soon he will meet me. So there's two ways to take this, of course. One way is Mahaprabhu, by his omniscience, could understand that Sanatana had already escaped, and soon he would arrive. Hmm? I mean, that's probably how it's commonly taken. But then why did he ask? Any news about Sanatana? If he already knew. So, the other way to take it is, Rupa Goswami asked him, hmm? can you please, by your mercy, get Sanatana free? He said, it's done. Consider it done. Mahaprabhu said, soon you will meet. Whatever you desire. Hmm? You ask for news about him, you tell me that he's been imprisoned, and in the context of that, you express the desire that, I, that he might be released, hmm? that I could kindly save him. Consider it done. I meant, I mean, in your hands, whatever you want. Hmm? It's very affectionate dealings here. That he would ask about Sanatan shows his affection for them. Hmm? Uh, your brother, where is he? What's the situation? You escaped. And he knew the political situation and with what difficulty, of course, they. They had extracted themselves, uh, and Sanatana wasn't there. So, hmm. so out of affection, you want it, is to consider it done. This is the power of bhakti. Hmm. It's a great liberated soul. Satya Sankal, whatever they want, Krishna makes it happen. Madhyana kori te bhiprabhare kohila. The Brahman then requested Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to accept his lunch. And Rupa Goswami remained there that day. So then they will meet Balaba. That's nice too. So we will stop here for, for tonight. Sri Rupa Goswami, Prabhupada Ki Jai, Sri Balaba Ki Jai, Nupam, Sri Sanatana Goswami, Chaitanya Dev Ki Jai. Any question? Well, there's one verse there in the fourth chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is off, which is it, in the context it's, it's ascribed to it's 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 referring to Krishna. This verse, Premarasa Niryasa Paritayasvadam, that. Two reasons why Krishna came to taste, but also to, to distribute Ram Bhakti. Mm-hmm. But often I've heard it used to describe Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. Well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. <laughs> well, and Krishna came to do that, but it said that his Leela was, in, in, it was. There were problems with his tasting, mm-hmm. which arguably got in the way of his distributing also. Mm-hmm. And so Chaitanya, Krishna comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. And he does that. Mm. So, you know, Krishna comes to the world to give Krishna praying. So if someone's giving Krishna praying, he must be Krishna, if he's an if he's Vishnu Tattva. Mm. All right, we'll stop there. Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Aoji Gopal Ki Jai, Kodi Vashtan Guru Parampara Ki Jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrindha Ki Jai, Premanam Dei.